Welcome to the Productive Ministry Podcast. This is episode 13, Health, with special guest Lori McGinnis. Now, health is something that we all struggle with. It's difficult, and it's especially difficult when you're in ministry and you can't find time to make it a priority. In this episode, we talk about the connection between spiritual health and physical health, why it's hard to do good things, the connection between stress and exercise. We give tips on how to get started exercising, knowing what exercises are right for you, and some really great tips on how the church can help people be more physically active. This is a good one. We hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the Productive Ministry Podcast. Our special guest today is Lori McGinnis, who is a group fitness instructor with 24-Hour Fitness. How are you doing, Lori? I'm fine. Thank you for good. having me. Well, good. Thank you for being on our show. I don't know if you know this, but ministers in general are not the healthiest group of people on the planet. <laughs> Um, I think that's something that we often struggle with and we keep it in our list of priorities. It just doesn't rank very high. So I wanted to have you on the show to talk about just the importance of getting into health since you're a lifelong health enthusiast, I assume. Yes. Yeah. So um, why are you so healthy? Like, well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you'd say I was so healthy, but I do love fitness. I yeah. do love healthy aspects of life. So I definitely am that. I feel like fitness is a gift. Yeah. Moving, using our bodies to benefit our health is a gift. And um, I feel like we need to use it to the fullest capacity because not everybody has that. How long have you been doing? I know I've taken one of your Zumba classes. I'll just <laughs> I'll just be completely forward here. I did take Zumba at one point in time and Turbo Kick. I think I was yes, in you did. one of your Turbo Kick classes also. How did you get into all of that? How long have you been doing it? Um, I've been doing group fitness for 33 years. Um, I've, I've always loved dancing. I've loved moving. Not much of a runner, but yeah. I do love doing other kinds of sports and things like that. And I started teaching school yeah. from Mesquite ISD 30, well, it was 33 years ago when I got hired and they started a wellness program. Right. And I realized that I really enjoyed it. I also took a class in college, an aerobics class when it was first starting to come out. Yeah. Uh, Jane Fonda was real big back then. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, I realized, wow, I like that. I yeah. took a fitness class at, or an aerobics class at Elaine Powers yeah. when I was in college. When I was in college, it was Buns of Steel, I think. Ah, yeah, yes. So. Yeah, that was a little bit after Yeah. Me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I took the aerobics class at the Elaine Powers and thought, I want to do that. And yeah. so I took an aerobics class at... Um, North Texas State University, which is what it was called back in those days, yeah. and um, fell in love with it. And then, like I said, started teaching school. They developed a, a wellness program, and I got involved in it that way. I think one of the things that is always daunting when people when people who are not health enthusiasts start wanting to get healthier, the first thing they think they should do is start jogging. Yeah. 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 And that's always really, that's really hard. Cause I, I just think some people's bodies were not designed to go jogging. Yeah. I think that's my body's not designed to do that. I don't care for jogging at all. I have uh, feet problems sometimes and yeah. I just don't find it fun, but group fitness. Oh yeah. What is the best way to determine what's going to be good for you? You have to think about what you enjoy doing. I mean, you have to stop and think, do I want to be in sports? Do I like just walking? You even have to think about things like 
do you like to exercise alone? Do you yeah. want to exercise with a, a group of people? Um, are you a self-motivator? Do you need a, a, a coach, like an instructor that does a group, you know, motivate you from a group aspect? Right. Or do you need somebody that's standing right above you, like a personal trainer saying, this is what you need to be doing. Yeah. So you have to think about those kind of things. Um, and you're probably going to need to try lots of different things until you find that one niche that you enjoy. It's really funny you say that. It never occurred to me until you just said it that I should consider taking up a sport as a health activity. I don't even think about like group sports. I never thought about like yeah. joining a baseball league or a basketball league as a way of doing exercises as opposed to either jogging or joining the gym. Yeah, yeah. There's lots of ways hmm. to exercise. Yes. I'm already learning from you. You just yeah. got here and I'm already better. <laughs> I'm already better. Not that I would ever join a sports team. Like yeah. in my mind, I'm a lacrosse player, but in that vision, I'm also 17. Oh, so well, yeah, it's yeah. not, not almost 40, whatever. But, uh, you, you love health. I know you're a Christian woman. One of the things that I think is great about you is that you'll do your, your group fitness classes. And then on Tuesday nights, you'll also host a Bible study in your home right? for your, your group. Do you think that there's a, a correlation between good physical health and like spiritual health? Oh, I think it totally pours over into the spiritual health. Um, I believe it so strongly that my business cards for my group fitness mm -hmm. have first Corinthians six, 19 through 20 on them. Uh, do not, do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy spirit uh, who is in you, whom you have received from Christ. You were bought at a price. Therefore honor God with um, your body. And I truly believe that, that, yeah. that, you know, as I said before, your, our, our bodies are a gift from God. And I feel like it's sad when we don't use our gifts to the fullest. Mm. And, and, and I'm sure there's other aspects of our lives that need to be done the same way. Right. But um, I feel like if our bodies are not healthy, mind and body, both, how can we serve the Lord to our fullest capacity if we're not at the top of our game in our health? That makes a lot of sense. I, you know, I did youth ministry for a lot of years, 20 years. You know, when you go on mission trips or you're trying to meet people's physical needs or whatever, not being able to participate or, or interact or or whatever is uh, it's a big deal. It it's is. a big deal. It really it really keeps you from doing the things that that God has called you to do. I think that as a pastor, it would be really difficult for me to get to the point to where I'm not healthy enough to do something that God has called me to do. Problems. Um, yeah, that would be that would be a really difficult thing. And I think for people who are listeners who don't work in ministry, but could you imagine not being healthy enough to be able to do the things you want to do with your kids right. or your grandkids and how that that might feel or just the first time you, you realize, wait a second, I've I used to be able to do this thing that I really enjoyed and suddenly I can't do those things anymore. Right. Yes. Man, yes. that's that's terrible. If you were to have someone in your class and they were struggling with that, what would you tell them? You know, we have we all have to start somewhere. Right. Um, and I always tell new people people when they come to my class that the goal here is to keep breathing. Keep breathing. That, that's, a, yeah. that's a plus. Yeah. And to keep moving. I don't care what you're doing. If you're moving, you're benefiting your body. And just to have fun. Sweat and have a good time. And you, you have to start. And, and I always tell people, remember how you feel the first time you do whatever activity it is that you're trying to get into. Right. Remember how you feel that first week or so. And then compare that to how you feel 
after you stuck with it for six weeks, a few months, because you're gonna just be so impressed with how much you progress and it's gonna make you feel like you wanna go even more. Does it? Does it really? It does. It does. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah. Really does it? Yes. How often how often do most people let's be honest with you here? How often do most people who are just trying your class out who but aren't com- completely committed yet? Who are casual aerobics people? How often do they attend your class before they stop coming? You know, the people that actually stop coming, mm-hmm. for the most part, don't even make it through a full class. Really? Yeah. And that's that's something else that I always tell um, new people that come into classes. I know you're going to want to walk out that door. And I'm not going to lock the door. Mm-hmm. But know that once you walk out that door, it's real hard to come back. Not impossible. Right. But it's really hard to come back. So modify whatever you're doing, even if it's just marching in place or just kind of walking around the room, stick with that. Because if you, that's the key, keep coming. And I always tell them, you look around at all these people that look like they know what they're doing. That's because they stuck with it and they kept coming back. So, you know, now every exercise isn't, you know, Zoom is not for everybody, Turbo is not for everybody. So sometimes you have to walk out of that door so that you can enter another door for another opportunity. It's like it's like if you pay somebody to clean your house, you want your house to be clean before they show I up. Do that, yes. You want to. It's. I feel the same way with exercise. I remember when whenever I'm trying to get into exercise, one of the things I think is, well, I'm not healthy enough to be here yet. I need to. I need to build some endurance before I walk into the class. I had a lady just tell me that yesterday. Are you serious? Yeah. That's really funny. I'm not in good enough shape to start coming to your Zumba class yet. And I'm like, that's what I'm here for yeah. is to help you get into shape and to get healthier. Yeah. So get your rear end in there anyway. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of pastors might are just people in general might just be like, well, when I'm healthy enough to go to the gym, then I'll do it. So then I'll, I'll walk 30 minutes by myself or, you know, I'll get a, I'll get an app and I'll go jogging or something. And then, you know, you, if you're, I mean, if you're already starting to feel, you start out already feeling bad yeah. and then you just kind of pile up all these excuses, right. Mm-hmm. Or, or you think, oh, well, my shoes aren't good enough or my outfit isn't cute enough or, <laughs> or, or whatever it is, yeah. whatever it is. And I wish people would throw that out of their mind because we, we all started somewhere. Yeah. I mean, even group fitness instructors and, per- and personal trainers, we all walked into that first class that first time. Yeah. So we've all experienced that. The difference is, are you going to stick with it and 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 not worry about what you're wearing? Because nobody else cares. And I always tell them, too, they're not looking at you. They're either looking at themselves in the mirror or they're watching me to see what happened, what they need That's to true. do next. That's so true. they're not they're not looking at you. I was always watching the the lady in front of me and the lady catty corner to me just so I could I could see the moves because when I would watch you I was watching you through the mirror oh, and yeah, so my moves were always backwards <laughs> yeah. and I and I was like what is happening what is happening but you uh, kept moving I did keep moving I did keep moving I got a lot of distraction <laughs> it's I mean, as I'm sitting here talking it's a lot like going to church you know especially like the first time you go to church and you know you need to this is good for me and this is something that I need to do but you're worried about I'm not going to know anybody there and I'm going to am I dressed the right way and am I going to do something wrong and embarrass myself and and you're trying to figure out that culture uh and I 
in a lot of ways, you're like a pastor in that sense. Well, yeah. thank you. You're, that you're like an exercise evangelist there. That's pretty good. Why is it so hard to do things that are good for us? I don't know. And it's crazy, isn't it? that out, yeah. we'll be rich. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I, I think, uh, is it, I don't know if it's so hard to, to I don't know. I, it's just hard. I think that the human body just strives under discipline. Like we do really well when, when everything that we're doing is, is disciplined. And even though it's really difficult and our, and our natural instinct is to just eat sugar, eat fats, like our body really wants those things and to, to store fat and to just sit the things that really make us great and ensure longevity feel like torture. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, yeah. it just goes back to that finding something that you enjoy. Yeah. If somebody told me that I had to go run even just a mile yeah. every day, I would never do it. I, I, even though I love being healthy, I love fitness and, and that feeling of the muscles moving and, and the body getting strong. I love that. I mean, it's almost like a, a healthy addiction for me, but if I had to go run to get that, I'd never do it. So you've got to find something that you enjoy doing, that you feel comfortable doing. And also, you know, sometimes just having accountability partners, you know, that's the beauty of group fitness is having other people in your class and you get to know them and you develop a friendship. I even call the people in my class, we call each other sweating buddies because, you know, you become a family and, you know, if they don't show up, your friend doesn't show up that you stand by all the time. Hey, where have you been? And then you feel bad. I need to get there, you know? So that helps a yeah. lot. Lots of men don't like to do group fitness classes. And so we want to head to the to the weight room. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I, I don't know that that's always beneficial to us. Sometimes it's, it's pretty intimidating over there, it's, depending on the gym you go to. Well, that's true. And that does make a big, huge difference, yeah. too, is what kind of gym you've gone, you're yeah. going to. So there are gyms that have that serve pizza on Tuesdays. and yes. How do you feel about stuff like that? Mm, you know, I... <laughs> It's kind of like, you know, you, you hear people talk about churches that have bowling lanes and, and they have all this extracurricular and you think, well, you know, what's, their focus needs to be God. You know, we need to be going there and worshiping Christ. But the bowling lanes and the other extra activities sometimes get people there yeah. that wouldn't normally come. Yeah. And then they find Christ through that. I kind of feel that way with, and I hate to compare it. Finding Christ with finding well, exercise. We've, we've essentially isolated people who go to that gym and people who go to churches with bowling lanes. They're heard Lori McGinnis at <laughs> gmail.com. You can send your emails there. No, I'm just kidding. I'm no. just kidding. Um, <laughs> it, but it's the same thing as, you know, if, if having a, a pizza night gets somebody there. Yeah. And then it keeps them there and they keep coming back and exercising. That pizza that one night's not going to be that big of a deal if it gets them in a habit of coming to exercise and makes them feel like they belong and get to know other people. There's benefits to it. I guess that's true. I'm trying to imagine what it would be like to eat pizza and then go to one of your classes. Okay, I'm not thinking that's a good combination. No, I don't. I think that that... <laughs> that pizza's not going to stay there very long. No, it's going to end up on the floor very yeah. quick. Or even after one of your classes eating a pizza, it just doesn't sound yeah. fun to me. I, I find that after... Like what, after I did your turbo kick, I remember I went to one of your turbo kick classes. I don't know if you remember this. And I burned 1,500 calories yes, or something yeah. in uh, in one hour. And uh, I just, I did not want, I didn't eat anything for two days, I think. <laughs> I, I don't know. It was a good class. It was a good class. 
we talked about there being like a, a spiritual aspect and, and things like that. Do you, do you just, I, I know I didn't send you this in like the pre-questions or anything, but just off the top of your head, do you think, uh, can you think of any, how does exercise relate with stress? Can you, can you talk about that at all? Oh, it's huge. Um, you know, when, when you exercise, there's just a, re- a natural release that comes. Um, that is a big part of my classes and what I promote in my classes is when you walk through that door, I want you to leave your anxieties and your worries and your and your problems at that door. And then for that hour or two hours, however long you're exercising, and, you know, let go of those things. It is a natural, a natural release. I have lots of members that have been on different kinds of anxiety medicines, depression mm-hmm. medications, and they started doing these classes on a regular basis. And that and that's the key there, mm-hmm. doing it on a regular basis. And after a few weeks or a few months, depending on the person, they've actually come up to me and said, I, I'm not on it anymore. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's yeah, huge. That and that's, huge. That's really big. Yeah. And, um, you know, if you can do something that's healthy for your body, and then relieve yourself of another problem that you have, mm-hmm. a win-win. Definitely a win-win. Yeah. You've sold me on it. Oh, good. How do I get started? All right. Well, as I said earlier, first thing you need to do is to figure out what you want to do, what kind of exercise you want to do. Try some different things. Try, if you know if you decide you want to go a gym aspect, try lots of gyms. They all do free t- trials. Um, do you want to just walk around your block? Find a neighbor that will walk with you. There's so many different ways to exercise, so you've got to find out what works for you. And But before you do anything, I really suggest going to the doctor. Get a checkup. Make sure everything's aligned. Um, I will say that one of the benefits to exercise is not only just getting healthier, you know, looking better and getting stronger, but I, I've had a lot of my members that have been uh, diabetics, you know, mm-hmm. insulin, uh, blood pressure medications, cholesterol medications, all those things. And after exercising for a while, have been able to alleviate all those drugs out of their life. But you need to go to the doctor and make sure that everything's aligned. So I doubt seriously your doctor's going to say don't exercise unless you have something specific. Because one of the first things they tell you when they diagnose you with an almost any kind of illness, you need to exercise, usually comes out of their mouth. Yeah. That's what, I mean, I don't care what you have going on with you. They tell you that you need to be doing some sort of exercising, but go to the doctor, get checked out, make sure everything's in good order, and then decide what kind of activity you want to do. So depending on what your doctor tells you, like if you have uh, like a stress issue, then you might want to do this exercise. If you have a, an arthritis issue. Yeah, if you have an arthritis issue, they may send you to cycling or they may send you to aqua. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Or, you know, if you're um, older and you do have a lot of health problems, you might want to do a silver sneakers. What is that? Silver sneakers is a class that's designed just exactly what it says. It's designed for senior citizens. And um, the beauty of it is that Medicare pays for it. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. If you find a gym that has a silver sneakers program and your insurance works with that because not all insurance go along with this but um most of the time you can get a free club membership wow through medicare if it has a silver sneakers and that's program. like full club you can go to all the oh, yeah, classes. All my, my silver yeah. sneakers people all go use the whole entire club a lot of them come to my zumba class even which um, i just absolutely love now yeah. to see them in there but silver sneakers is a um 
excellent program for uh, senior citizens. Um, it, it works on all parts of their, we work on flexibility, we work on uh, joint issues, we do exercises that help them with their balance, with eye-hand coordination, lots of stretching, and then cardio as well. It is a, a, a wonderful, wonderful program that's been designed, and um, the instructors that teach Silver Sneakers are all certified, mm -hmm. um, so they should know what they're doing. You can sit in a chair and do the entire class sitting. Can I do Zumba sitting? You can actually. Good. You actually I want can. to. I do have some of my silver sneakers yeah. that come in. I'm not a silver sneaker. You do is that not okay? have to be a silver sneakers, but they get a chair down. And so when they get tired, they sit for a little bit and do a little bit. <laughs> it's, it's wonderful. I usually go just lean against the glass. Okay. Well, that works. Too. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> yeah. With my towel. You said first you have to find out what works for you. Right. How do you know if something is working for you? Well, you're going to know, first of all, how do you feel? You know, if you're, if you're into this exercise and you are hurting horribly, maybe you've gotten into something too strenuous or you jumped into it too fast, too soon. Yeah, we men, we, we go to the weight room and then we start lifting way too yeah, much. Yeah, and you feel like you're going to lift, you yeah. know, a, a massive amount and you, you got to start slow. Yeah. That, that is the key. Start slow. Um, I recommend people doing one or two of whatever you decide to do one or two sessions a week mm -hmm. and then build that from that. And it may even be 10 minutes. Like if yeah. you're walking, you might only want to walk five or 10 minutes the first few days and our first few weeks, even you've got to, you just really have to listen to your body. I mean, there's no set prescription for how to do it, but once you've had your doctors, okay. And you're willing to try some different things until you find what you like, you start slow, you build up, uh, make sure you're drinking lots of water and then, you know, before you know it, you're going to start thinking, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling stronger. You're going to see difference in your body. Mm -hmm. um, that's one of the things I hear a lot of people say is, you know, I, I'm not tired all the time, which is really funny because exercise causes you to be tired. But long term, you end up with more energy and um, you'll feel better. Your stress level starts going down. You start maybe seeing a little definition in your in your arms and mm. in your legs, maybe even your abs if you're lucky. Yeah, you know? if you're thin enough. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> you start losing weight. That's yeah. how you know it's working. It's because you're happy, mm -hmm. you're enjoying doing it, and then you're seeing all the health benefits from it as well. You don't see any of those things, you know it's not working. And, and you know what? The only reason it's not going to work is if you don't keep doing it. Yeah. That's when it's going to stop. So um, just going back to like the man perspective here, or even some women who who do like a club soccer or indoor soccer or, or softball is a big thing among. There's a lot of softball church groups and, oh, yeah. and basketball groups and, and things like that. So if I do something like that mm -hmm. and I walk away and I'm just angry and frustrated <laughs> at the end, of, even though I love baseball or even though I love basketball, you know, whatever it is. Is that the right exercise for me? I question that. That's really tough. That's really tough because I think that. You know, as a man, you know, there's there's like all these sports that I like and I, and I really want to get to it. And I even have to I'm just going to be completely honest here. I even have to like limit how much football I watch because I get angry. Yeah. You get your anxiety goes up. Yeah, I do. I really, I, it goes it goes way up. I get mad. And uh, for a while, I, I gave it up for like a long time just because wow. I can't watch boxing. I mean, I just get, I get too emotional. And you things. need to come back to Zumba. 
Is that what That's it is? That's what it is. <laughs> no. You should be sad, angry, or irritated in Zumba. Challenge so. accepted. Yes. <laughs> we'll see about that. No, you'll be throwing the, the steps. <laughs> You're the chair. Why is he always sitting throwing things? Um, that, those are the big things. If, if you try and find an exercise or try and find a, a routine that, that works for you. And it's modeled by, do you enjoy it? How does it make you feel? Are you seeing some benefits? Are you, are you feeling, benefits? you know, getting some ex, you know, energy? Are you feeling some energy? Now, this doesn't come overnight, but, you know, you'll start feeling a little more energy. Um, you'll look forward to going. Um, if it's drudgery, then you're not yeah. probably in the right exercise. The opposite end of that is if it's causing frustration, talked about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, or massive pain. Massive yeah. pain. And I'm not talking about muscle soreness. I'm talking about you're really hurting. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you were talking about weight loss benefits, mm-hmm. and there's lots of studies that say diet is more important than exercise when it comes to weight loss. But one of the things I found when I was uh, attending like uh, Turbo Kick, and um, I did the the one that was like the ty- the 24-hour fitness Tybo version. What was that? Body Combat. Body Combat. I really loved that class. Yeah. I thought it was really great. One of the things that uh, that I noticed is that when I was exercising, I didn't want to eat junk food. But I didn't. I didn't change my diet first. It was. It was. It was this weird, natural result of. I'm because assuming it was the exercise. Good for your body. Yeah. And there's a mental aspect to that. Yeah. When you're when you're doing something good for your body, I think you have that natural tendency to want to keep doing good things and adding good things. And healthy eating comes with that. Healthy eating does come with that. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like, why am I doing all this work and then eating this Twinkie? Doesn't well, make any that sense. and you don't I didn't really, eat Twinkie yeah. and go teach because you're going to see or, or go do your classes and you're going to see yeah, the Twinkie again. Yeah. Yeah. Are there any Are there any diet tips that you have for us? Um, I, I, you were you were talking about um, eating healthy versus exercising, and I will say that if you're only going to choose one or the other, unfortunately, in in my field, the eating is going to make you lose the weight. If that's your goal, it's going to make you lose the weight faster. The exercise is like the, the, the bonus. It's going to make it come off faster and you're going to see changes in your body. I mean, you can lose a lot of weight and still not look good because you're not, you're not fit. You're not strong. You're not, your muscles are non-existent even. Um, or you definitely want to do both of them. Um, you know, one of the things I, I will say, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, because you're the expert, depending on what your goals are, like if you want to lose weight, losing weight, that's a that's a fine goal. Mm-hmm. That's great. But when, you, when I think about the reality of life and just having to, to get up every day and, and face the challenges that life throws at me, and when I think about how stressful ministry can be sometimes and, and how overwhelmed I can get, I've never, I mean, there's not... People are people are going to say vitamin B twelve and and essential oils and rub them all over your yeah. face. Uh, but but the reality is there is there's nothing that com- there's no diet drink there's that no is going. There's there's not going to be anything that I'm gonna I'm gonna drink or eat that is going to lower my stress level. Mm-mm. Exercise will do that. Exercise will do that. Exercise will do that. Yeah. There's so. no quick fixes. You know you've got to eat right. You've got to you've got to exercise. You know, and you were talking about, you know, what your goal is, you know, that's something else when you're choosing an exercise is to figure out what your goal is. If your goal is to lose weight, you, you're going to want definitely want to do some cardio. 
Um, cardio helps burn the fat. Um, it's going to raise your energy and, and do and, and help you to have a healthy heart, your blood pressure, you know, cholesterol and those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Strength training, on the other hand, it's not about burning calories. It's about raising your metabolism. Right. That's what strength training is. Really? Because the more muscle you have, the more calories you burn, even at rest. So mm. if you had two people that were the same gender, the same height, the same age, the same everything, but one of them had more muscle mass than the other, then the one with the more muscle mass is going to burn more calories, even at sleep. Is that than, why men is that why men lose weight it's so fast? Exactly why. Yeah, yeah their muscle it's mass. It's all coming together. Yeah. It's all yeah, a light bulb just came on. Exactly. So yeah. that strength training is going to be really important, not to mention the bone density and and your muscle mass. It's it's going to help all those things too. So you you need to combine strength training and cardio if you're really trying to lose weight and get into shape. But if you know, some people don't need to lose weight. Now I I never have had that issue where I didn't need to lose weight or, or want to or whatever, but there are some people that want to gain weight. Well, so yeah. you're going to approach the exercising thing a whole different way. One of the things that you said that just kind of blew my mind away, you said weightlifting is great for bone density. Yes. So if, uh, if you're, if you're, if you're a woman listening to this podcast, women are often intimidated by the weight room, mm-hmm. but apparently that's something that's really good for them. Oh, yeah. And yeah. the cardio is going to help them, too. Depending now, I'm going to say aqua <laughs> is not going to help you with your bone density. Okay. But um, And probably cycling is not going to do a whole lot for you either. But uh, like aerobic-type classes, um, body combat-type classes, turbo kick classes, uh, weightlifting, strength training, anything where you're um, – I hate to say pounding, but you're, you're you're actually working against a force is going to help to strengthen that bone density. And we need to start, especially women, but men too. Yeah. We need to start that way before it becomes an issue. You need to start that when you're in your teens. Really? Working on that bone density yeah. now because it goes away fast as you get older. If you're not Wow. So um, it's really funny. The the things that we're, we're kind of naturally wanting to do like men are naturally want to go into the weight room mm-hmm. when they really need, you know, especially as you get older, you don't need to have as much mass when you're a man, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but we still want to go to the weight room when we should probably be hitting up a group class and women are going to like cycle fitness, soul cycle or whatever, yeah. when they should be hitting the weight room to help with their bone density. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's such a, there's always that thing, like you have to look good in our, in our culture. Yeah. And so we get we get very hung up on on uh, wanting to 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 look a certain way or to fit in a certain thing, and it's not just women. Men 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 do oh, it too. Just as vain as women, they just don't admit it. Yeah, yeah. we you know we're vain in different ways. We want we want to be seen as strong, and you know we want to have that that V, v body, yeah. that V body. And, uh, you know, sometimes I daydream about what it would like to have be like, have these amazing arms. Like Uh that's my dream is to just have like these amazing arms with all the little cuts and things in them. So, and I'm not a veiny person, but I would love to just have veins everywhere. I think it would be amazing. But, uh, you you just have to get to this point where you decide that the way you feel is better than the way you look. Right. How does that happen? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. You know, I, I, I don't have a magic 
answer to that. Yeah. Um, what I do tell the people that come to my classes is if you look around the room, you have 50 to 70 people and we all look different. Mm-hmm. You know, do we all have something we want to work on? Sure. But you know, it's just one of those things you're just going to have to get past. Yeah. You're just going to have to get past. Bless you. You're just going to have to get past it. You're just going to have to. Yeah. That's just the way it yeah, works. There, there's no magical answer to that. That's terrible. Yeah. And that's unacceptable. <laughs> Is there something that churches can do to help encourage better physical health? Well, you know, one of the things that I always try to think about and, and share with people is, um, I read a book, uh, I'm sure people have heard of it, it's Rick Warren's book, Transformed, and he has a whole chapter on your physical health through scripture. And one of the things he says is that physical health or taking care of your body is an act of worship. And that really stuck with me hmm. that, you know, that, and it's just like I said before, you know, our, our bodies are a gift. Let's do it, do with it what we can. I, I think Expressing the the church is stressing that you know that our bodies are our temple, you mm-hmm. know, as God's temple, and then also the other aspect to it is have Zumba classes in your church, organize baseball teams, do things like that that encourage people. Go on walks together. You know, there's a lot of walks for charities that are you know on good causes. Organize it as a church and get your 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 church members active through activities like that yeah, and then get them moving. Great example of that would be the Zumba shake your cans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to tell us about that? Yeah. And um, every uh, November yeah. we do um, a Zumba fun and it's to, with everybody that comes either pays $10 or they, donate 10 or more cans to sharing life and mesquite social services mm-hmm. and all, you know, all that money and all the food goes uh, splits down the middle to those two organizations mm-hmm. uh, to help our community um, because people love to exercise and they're willing to, to do that. And it, 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 it's beneficial for everybody. So we have two hours of doing Zumba, lots of different instructors. Ironically, I, I, Brought donuts to that event. You did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, You're not the person who's yeah, done that before yeah. either. Yeah. There's lots of donuts yeah. at the Zoomathon. Again, if it gets yeah. people there, we're good. Yeah. yeah. Did you have that idea? Was that something you came yeah. up with? Yeah. What was what was the inspiration behind that? It just dawned on me that people love dancing or a lot of people love dancing and moving and that that freedom that you feel when you're up there doing that. And I thought, you know. If we could get a group of people together and donate food, yeah. wow, what a win-win. You know, we're benefiting, we're filling the shelves at Sharing Life and Mesquite Social Services um, to help people in our community. But yet, we're also getting together and enjoying a lot of fun and movement and dance. And it just, it was a really good combination. I'm sitting in here, I'm realizing that a lot of churches have gyms, but I've never seen or been part of a church. I'm not saying they don't exist. I've never been part of a church where they're actively encouraging people to use the use those gyms, except to say like they'll have open gym night or they'll let the youth in there to use oh, gyms. Yeah. But they're not like hosting aerobics classes or 
or anything like that. That's a shame. It's kind of a waste of space. It, it isn't really it? is. Yeah. It really is because you can do so much. Yeah. And there's got to be people in your church who love to exercise and would see this as like a ministry that they could do or be part of that maybe they hadn't even thought of. That That's good stuff, man. That's really good. And it's a good way from a, a minister's aspect to bring new people into the church because right. that was something that we found when we did that at our church was that there were people that didn't even know our church existed. Right. And they were like, oh. And at the event, we gave out uh, information about the church and we actually had people visiting and, and checking the church out. So again, another win when you're bringing more people in. And it's also a way to get people to feel comfortable being in a church. You know, some people, that's why they don't come to church. Right. They don't feel comfortable there. Yeah. Well, this is a non-threatening way to get people into the church. There's lots of things that that small groups and community groups can be part of. They could You could do a community group for, um, you know, the, the breast cancer walk and run. Mm-hmm. Um, there's lots of marathons. It seems like there's a marathon or a 5K every weekend. Oh, yeah. Um, of course, we live in a big city, so that, that helps. But certainly there's something near you that, that you could be a part of, or maybe you could even host one. I think a lot of times when we look at that 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 scripture, your body is a temple of God, mm-hmm. we always think about, specifically we think about sexual sin, and we right. think, oh, well, not doing any perverse things or or anything like that, but... Um, There are a lot of things that we do to our bodies, whether it's not whenever we don't do the things that we're supposed to. There's always that there's always that that convicts. There's the things that you need to give up. And then there's the things that you need to to take on. Right. The church is very good about talking about all the things you need to give up. We're not very good about encouraging people to to take more things on Mm -hmm. just to just to give them up. Um, So I think that there's some some theological premises here that that could be examined greater. I would love to hear just stories about how you minister to people um, through physical through physical health and and because th- I think that's one of the things I appreciate about you more than anything. I think that that's why I wanted you on the podcast because you're not just you're not just a health instructor, but you really see being being a fitness instructor as a ministry. It, I do. I yeah. feel like it's my calling. I feel like it's what God called me to do. It is my ministry. And, um, you know, I, of course, I always, when people come to my class, I always want them to lose, you know, if they're wanting to lose weight or to ac- accomplish whatever fitness goal they're trying to accomplish, whether it's to be get off medication, lower the cholesterol, get stronger, get sculpted, whatever it is. I always, you know, want that to help them to fulfill that goal. But I also feel like I want people to feel valued when they come to my classes, I want them to feel valued. I want them to feel like they belong. You know, I told you, I, I, I call the people in my class my sweating buddies because we're a family. And whether it's your first time to come or you've been coming for 20 years to my class, I want you to feel like you belong and that you're safe there yeah. so that you don't worry about what do I look like? Am I dancing right or am I, am I moving right or, or whatever? Um, but I have a lot of people that... Um, they come to me and, and they need to talk hmm. and, and that they have things on their mind and they'll come and ask me to pray for them. That's, I have a group email uh, for all the people in my classes that want to be on that group mm-hmm. email. 
And I always tell them that that email is for me to communicate with you if things that are going on, maybe events that are going on at the club, or maybe that, you know, if it snows and it closes down or whatever. But it's also for prayer requests. Yeah. And, um, you know, so if that bothers you, you don't need to be on it because we are going to do prayer requests because I think our spiritual health is just as important or more important than yeah. our physical health. And it, it's a con they're combined. They work together. And um, I want people to know that I have a God that's good. Absolutely. And I want them to, to know about that God. And if they see that light through me, through my teaching, then praise yeah. God for that. <laughs> have you, have you led very many people to Christ through this? Um, I, I don't know that I've, I mean, I'm, I haven't actually just sat down with somebody and, and well, I will say in our Bible study, we did have somebody, we had somebody, um, that accepted Christ into their life, but you know, at the club actually, no, yeah. but, um, I, I do hope that that's, that's my prayer. Every morning I get up and I say, you know, God, let me fulfill the, the purpose that you have for me and use me. You know, let your light shine through me onto the people that I teach every day because I don't know what they're going through, but he does. And it may be just me smiling at them in class or telling them good job or being there after class just to listen to them. Um, I, I pray that he'll use me. Yeah. That way, every, you know, every day that I teach and Lord knows I teach a lot, yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that he'll use me to do that, you know, and I hope it's happening. I'm, I'm hoping that it's happening at times that I don't even, I'm not even aware of it. So that's just my prayer. A lot of us are overweight. We're overtired. We're over caffeinated. Um, and it's a real, it's a real dangerous situation that we find ourselves in. And I think that we just roll the dice and just hope that God is going to take care of us. So I really do pray that prayer. I'm not even kidding. I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna trust you to keep my arteries clear. Uh, I know, I know, this is what you called me to do, and as long as I'm, as long as I'm serving you, I'm just gonna pretend like this is gonna be okay. Um, is there something you you would like? Uh, is there any encouragement you can give to us? Um, you know, uh, like I said, this has just been brought to my attention, so I, I really haven't had a lot of time to think about it, but. You know, take care of yourself yeah. because you can't take care of your church yeah. if you're not healthy enough. To, you know, if, if you're in the hospital or if you're have, you know battling disease all the time or you're you're not at the top of your game, yeah. it's going to be hard for you mm. to to take care of them. And you are a role model. Unfortunately. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah. Conviction. Yeah. yeah, there it is. You are a role model. So um, I would I highly suggest what we talked about, you know, about, you know, having activities that your church realizes that that activity is necessary. Right. We need to keep moving and uh, use it or lose it, you know. So yeah, create a culture of that. And one yeah. of the, I think one of the things that we as pastors can do better than anything is we can influence the culture of our communities. And so we can, we can create an environment that appreciates not just working on spiritual development, but also on physical development yeah. because they're, they're so intertwined, you totally. know, physical health is so important, not just for the pastor, but also for the family. Um, you can't take care of your kids if you're sick all the time. Exactly. Yeah. If yeah. you're, um, I, one thing I was in youth ministry for years, as you know, that we already talked about that. One of the things I've noticed is that, um, 
parents will get overstressed or overtired. Parents who are not taking care of themselves are meaner to their kids. Yeah. And that's just the truth. I yeah. wish I wish that there were some better way to say it, but you know, it's like I see parents all the time yelling at their kids because they need a nap. Um, and they're and they're cranky and the kids throwing a fit. And I'm like, well, you're tired all the time and you're cranky too, and nobody's yelling at you. Right. You know, so you're not you're not taking care of yourself and yeah, we take you it out on yeah. people that we love usually. Yeah. Definitely people who are nearest to us definitely take the Thank you for being on our show. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah. Are there any resources that you would recommend? I know you recommended a book. What was the name of that book again? Um, it's Transformed by Rick Warren. And yeah. it's, it's just a chapter that's in there of his book that's about physical health. Um, there's lots of apps. There's lots of, um, there's one called Daily, oh my goodness. I'll have to look. Look and see what it is. Okay. Daily something. Uh, it's an app that has videos on it. It's a, you have to pay for it. It's not a free app, but it has videos so you can work out at home, whatever. You know, there's lots of Zumba videos out there. Um, there's lots of different kinds of apps. There's Fitbits, um, and, and you know, on those, on that note, on the Fitbits, you know, I'm not so sure how accurate most of them really are. But what I always tell people when they say, should I get one, is if it encourages you to take more steps or to work harder so that you burn more calories, even if it's not accurate, accurate, if you increase, then you still benefit from it. Yeah. The competitive nature, the gamification of Fitbit is really an encouragement to me. Yeah. So, So, you know, I'm I'm all for anything that's going to encourage you that way. But there are so many resources. I mean, I, we, we could have a whole six hours on resources out there. There are videos on YouTube. There are, I just could go on and on about yeah. all the things that there are, um, even in the stores. Yeah. You know, infomercials, whatever. Just find something that works for you. Absolutely. Even if it's walking around the block. Yeah, but not chalking. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> anyway, thanks again for being on our show today. Thank you so much for having me. I don't know about you, but I never want to find myself in a situation where I'm too unhealthy to do the things that I want, or even worse, to do the things that God has called me to do. I hope that you found this episode helpful. If you'd like to continue the discussion, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash productiveministry.org. You can also reach us on Twitter at prod ministry, that's P-R-O-D ministry. Special thanks to Lori McGinnis for being our guest today. Today's episode is produced by Tim Jenkins. The Productive Ministry Podcast can be found on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever podcasts are served. You can find complete show notes at ProductiveMinistry.org. We hope that you'll share this episode. Whenever you listen to this podcast, we ask you to please rate and subscribe. This really does help us. Productive Ministry is brought to you by Rumble Media, LLC. And as always, we hope you have a productive week.